Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris in a cabbage cloud. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Forgive me. Excuse I'm me. In a cabbage cloud. Sorry, I, I didn't hear that. Did Today's you? guest is a no, web comics now, artist. He's got a Kickstarter for a new uh, collection. Excuse me. What? Sorry. I. I now ordinarily. Mm-hmm. And I'm used to this. Every show at the beginning, I'll say Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. You'll Sometimes say, you'll say another nickname. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Yeah. But that's the ordinary path. These are the mm-hmm. nicknames that we chose mm-hmm. when we were 19 and 18, respectively. Sure. As a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and- I was 14. I lied about my age to get into college. <laughs> it was a real 12th night situation. Um, but I... I think that mm-hmm. it's Twelfth Night about a young college freshman. It is, yeah. <laughs> You're was, thinking of Doogie Howser. I'm thinking of Doogie. No, Twelfth Night is that's the that's the gender swap one where the woman pretends to be the man to join yeah. the military. So I I considered that similar. You know what you know what I think of Twelfth uh, Night as? No, I don't think it is. I think I'm wrong. I think it's oh shit, some fucking Shakespeare dorks. Oh, I'm sorry, Shakespeare dorks. Brian, oh, can you Jordan, look up, well, can you look up what one that is? Great news. We have – we're going to get into mm-hmm. your cabbage. Let's bring okay. our guest in. Okay. Then we'll deal with some with corrections. Then we'll deal with your new nickname. Okay. Our guest on the program, a friend of Jordan Jesse Go, a past guest, the author of the hilarious webcomic Wondermark. Uh, he is the man behind a brand new Kickstarter to make a book of recent Wondermark comics. Mm-hmm. That is true. David Malky. Hello there. Hello. Welcome to uh, the show that you host and I am a guest on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having us yeah. on your guest appearance. Um, you could have asked You could have asked anyone to host true. the show during your guest appearance. That's true, but I didn't have the code to get in the, in the building to give them. That's true. So there was a practical consideration. <laughs> I decided to start out just myself, and uh-huh. if it went well... Who knows? Now I know what time you do this, so you might see me again. <laughs> cool. Just every time you need to make a podcast. With some folks in tow. Cool. Now, David, I know that when you're making Wondermark. Maybe uh, uh, Karen Kilgariff and Chris Fairbanks. Yeah. <laughs> They're uh, great on this show, by the way. David, I, I know that when you are making a webcomic, yes. you care about nothing more than quality. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Quality is my specialty. Exactly. And Jordan... Mm-hmm. I think that you know and our yeah. audience knows that that's the same thing that we care about first and foremost on Jordan Jessico. Yes. We can- Oh no, sorry, quantity. <laughs> I'm into qu- I don't know about you, I'm into quantity these days. That's why I take big old dumps. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> right? Who cares anymore? <laughs> wow. This show turns out quick. <laughs> yeah. We're like uh, 187. Yeah. Malky hasn't even plugged his Kickstarter yet. I'm going to have to ask you guys to leave my show. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Hey, I get it, man. Good call. I'm sorry I couldn't bring the heat today. Is, but you, I could drop the heat. Come are, on. <laughs> 
<laughs> Are you upset because Malky's not wearing socks? He just came in here in jeans and flip flops. He has a foot injury. That's oh. right. He I, had a foot injury. I explained Come it to on. Jordan. I, okay. I don't run a menswear blog uh, myself, but I know that if, if a person and were to, from the, they might he's from the things. He's from the Venice area. You can still live in the Venice area. The South Bay, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, the jeans and flip flops capital of <laughs> that's true. L.A. I, th- I thought long and hard whether I should force my injured foot into a shoe uh, just to be presentable or just wear the flip flops and let the chips fall where they may. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm fine with my decision, but I may reconsider before the hours. I over. withdraw my snide remark, David Malky. You suffered a foot injury. I did. It was a you probably tried very to kick a tiger one. or something. That's a much better story. So yes, I did absolutely. <laughs> let us let. What's the scoop? What's this injury? Wait, no, George, hold on. Uh, okay, we have to deal with twelfth <laughs> the twelfth night issue. <laughs> sure, real quick. Yeah. So uh, a couple weeks ago on the program. Mm-hmm. We uh, we asked around. We were looking for a new Twitter handle mm-hmm. at which our audience can direct their uh, corrections. Yes. Uh, we're always grateful to hear from our audience. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure that your d- corrections are heard. So, um, But we just don't think that necessarily our Twitter handles are the best ones to send them to. Uh, and, and I think you and I, Jordan, kind of got our, mm-hmm. our heads together and thought, what are we really serious about in Jordan, Jessica? Right. First of all, quality. Yep. Second of all, customer care. Uh-huh. Um, and, and third of all, a commitment to lifelong learning. Yep. Now, the third one is irrelevant in this context, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it is important to us just as a, as a shared value. Sure. Community college and so forth. Kumon. Mm-hmm. Yes, Kumon. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. He's pronounced Kumo. I'm, I'm, brushing, I'm brushing up on my algebra right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know, lifelong learning is for everyone. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and finally- By the, definition. The Scholastic Book Fair. <laughs> of course. God, I love book fair. Love a book fair. I'm going to get a new new picture <laughs> bio of Derek Jeter this month. Yeah, right? They, they still got Garfield? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, they got Garfield? Garfield collections. That's, that's, uh, it, it wouldn't be Scholastic Book Fair without 19 Garfield collections. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Every color of the rainbow. <laughs> so again, the values that we share, right. quality, yep. customer care. Mm-hmm. And we're listeners mm-hmm. on Jordan, Jesse Gold. Right. A sure. lot of people think that because this is literally the opposite of listening this show <laughs> yeah just blasting things into your ears with you having no we care about listening right so we thought about oh, we got a lot of great suggestions for twitter accounts at which to send corrections and we're very grateful for every single one of those uh, i know i'm very great i can't speak for david malky he I, just got this here. is building up to something really good <laughs> can't wait to see where it goes um but if you have a correction for Jordan mm-hmm. about the plot of Twelfth Night. Mm-hmm. If you have a correction that you're anticipating a future mistake he'll make about a Midsummer Night's Dream. Sure. The Merchant of Venice. Mm-hmm. Two Gentlemen of Verona. One of the sonnets. As By you the way, like it. Nice to, yeah. nice, to have the, you. nice to have the Merchant of Venice here with us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, the South Bay. The larger South Bay area. So You're probably close to Venice. You could probably get there. Yeah, I still have a mailing address in Venice because it's way cooler. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. If you have a correction mm-hmm. for Jordan Jesse Go in the future, please direct it at J.D. Power and Associates mm-hmm. at J.D. Power on how, Twitter. How'd they get that one? They must have snapped that up early. Yeah. There'll be There's they'll another be one collecting. at Associates <laughs> if you have something to say to the Associates. Yeah. <laughs> 
They're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm JD Power. You're you gonna can, want you the can associates. tag them both. Yeah. JD Power just writes back. This is my sorry. This is my personal account. <laughs> right. Yeah. Retweets do not equal endorsements. <laughs> you got to pay for those. Proud, That's proud, the whole point. No one's gonna get free endorsements from JD Power. He's not handing those out. Nah. Okay, so that's thing number one that we wanted to address. Dr. Seuss. Oh, we're not. Let's, let's go to <laughs> Malky's injury. Right. And then we'll, we'll circle back right. to the cabbage cloud. Yeah. <laughs> Malky. Picture this, if you will. I'm on the toilet. Ooh. Taking one of those patented. Yeah. Now that I, I've learned that Jordan's now an aficionado. Da- now daddy's listening. <laughs> I was expecting a very important telephone call. For those mm-hmm. younger listeners, it's the thing where you talk onto the yeah. onto What was computer. the nature of this call? Business, personal? When you say you were expecting a very important television, t- telephone call. <laughs> yes, a television call. I live in 1950, <laughs> but the were, future as posited right. by 1950. <laughs> <laughs> you were expecting a very important telephone call. Is that like the new way to say you were dropping some kids off at the pool or I was, whatever? I was multitasking, I, I will it. say. I was doing the one and the other. Got mm-hmm. it. Uh, my phone um, was in the other room, and I heard it ring. Now, there's your mistake. I thought, could this be the call I've been waiting for? So I hurriedly, I luckily I was mostly done with the with the business at hand. You want to be all the way done, though, <laughs> frankly. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get caught mid-business. Uh, you, I mean, you can live your life the way you want to. I'm okay. just telling the story as it happened. Okay. I guess, uh, and I guess I, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing the situation. I guess I don't know yeah. a lot about your lifestyle. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I see a wedding ring. I'm wearing jeans and flip flops. You're wearing jeans and flip flops and a wedding ring, and, and that's all yeah. actually. Yeah, those are the only two. Uh, and, the, and the jeans, it's denim head to toe. Sure, yeah, the old <laughs> Canadian tuxedo. Do you have a if if you're scooting, scooting through the house? Yeah, pulling up your pants. Yeah, with a half done business hanging out. Yeah. So, is, uh, would, will someone see? Well, I have I have a young son mm-hmm. who makes I mean he sees things but they are not sticking. Sure, so you can do anything you want in front of that guy. Yeah, right? he does doesn't care. Jesse, as as a father, you know this well. Yeah, I'm a father of three, and none of the three care about anything I've ever done in my life. <laughs> it's very freeing. Yeah, do whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> I my wife is uh, at this moment uh, in the story. She's in bed. Mm-hmm. She's near my phone. Uh, she could do the thing like, you know, David's phone if she were to, but sure. I don't know that she will or won't. I think what she says is, your phone's ringing, sort of calling right. across the house, because I don't think I actually heard the ringing. Mm-hmm. So I stand up, I turn, feet mashed into a uh, the leg of the vanity at very mm-hmm. high speed. Yeah. Very yeah. high speed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you ever, we've all stubbed toes before. Sure. We know it's no fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, as a man who has stubbed my share of toes, this is a bad stub, fellas. <laughs> oh wow, this is a bad stub. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's. Ba- I can see yeah. the. You know, I can see the toe right now. It's pretty heavily bandaged. I would. I would imagine to require that much bandaging, it's got to be a bad stub. It's a bad stub. Seems and like um, stub. David, I, yes, Jason. you've heard of Vanity Six. <laughs> this sounds like Vanity Six Six Six. The I Devil's Vanity. I haven't heard of Vanity Six. <laughs> oh, it was like a print side project. <laughs> I uh, so, vanity's a hot babe. Okay, it. yeah. Sounds it sounds sort of like cool. Apollonia. Have you heard of Apollonia no. from Purple Rain? I've heard of Appalachia. Sure. Okay. Have you heard Similar? of Sheila E? You've mm. heard of Danity K. Well, that's <laughs> Vanity Lame. <laughs> kind of in the same zone, I guess. Wow, <laughs> you guys are really good. There's a lot of stuff I don't know. Uh, about. That's not true. Growing up where I grew up, in the quiet house. <laughs> in the quiet 
shit house. Good. So it was just Malky and John Krasinski. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Bad stub. Mm-hmm. Uh, big Yelp. Uh, doing the hopping. Yeah. Doing the 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 and the wondering instantly. Is this the time I have broken a bone? Yeah. It would be the first time. Congratulations so, big, on a, a life well led. Mm-hmm. So a uh, lot of milk as Any a child. Any cavities? You ever had a cavity? You know, probably, but I haven't been to the dentist in so long. How would I know? You probably okay. Probably don't then. And so I uh, also drank a lot of milk as a child. Two milks, one lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> what was uh? <laughs> don't you don't you worry about it, David? <laughs> I like to keep my humor clean. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Just wondering if anything else was nearby. Yeah, you know? maybe around the corner, no. caddy corner. Nothing. A couple blocks away. No. One of those uh, <laughs> artisanal chocolate chips. <laughs> Gentrifying neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, we make the fudge here. We don't. <laughs> this is not frozen fudge. It we're shipping in, in from a, a factory. It's not pink slime. Fifty-eight made into fudge. Cacao. We make the fudge here, around the corner. They make their own marshmallows. That's. I mean, that's commitment. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I told my wife. Uh, I said, this may have been the worst stub. Yeah. I've ever had. Mm-hmm. The thing is, now, I don't know if it's broken because if you have a broken toe, what do you do? Nothing. You just wait. Yeah. And it heals, yeah. presumably. Yeah, then you get a cool sideways toe. Yeah. And we all know. I'm not a doctor. I've I've been wondering if my toe is broken. And I don't think it is because it's. I think if it were broken, it would take a long time to heal. So far, it has been healing fairly rapidly. We're at about 50%, I think. It's been about a week. It's pretty good. You know, I got a lot of um, T cells. Those are important for yeah, healing. Yeah, gotta mm-hmm. get those. Those are just working overtime, as far as I can tell. Uh-huh. Uh, so right now, we're just in that process. Takes a little time to heal. I'm going to give it a little bit of time. Do you think it helps that you're juicing? Uh, yes, <laughs> um, I get that at the lemonade stand. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, got it. Here's the punchline to the story. Wasn't the call I was waiting what for. What was the call? Just some robocall? Robocall sales uh, call. Ah, jeez. It was, I mean, to be honest, it was FedEx asking if I was happy with my account. Are, well, are you? Oh, I'm fine. They called back later because I didn't make it to the call. Right. Obviously, I had something came up. Sure. And then I, uh, I, I, I looked at the number. Not important. They called me again later. Same number. I recognized it. And it was, hi, I'm in charge of your account. How's your shipping needs? It's totally fine. Yeah, doing don't, great. Don't need to have the conversation about it. Everything's making it where it's supposed to go. And thanks for calling me at, I think it was like 7.30 in the morning, <laughs> friggin' mash my toe on sure. your behalf. Do you think that a guy that... Are you a, now, hmm. are you, I don't know if you're a regular guy, do you usually do your business in the morning? I mean, everyone does their business at 7.30 in the morning, right? That's what my parents taught me, everyone does that. I mean, I, I do. In I don't the, know if the world does. In the quiet house, we had in the to take, quiet our, house. take our time. Sure. 7.30. On the dot, no grunting, <laughs> right? Otherwise, otherwise you have to go into the into the sad room. Yeah, I eat uh, often eat grape nuts for breakfast, mm-hmm. and if you want to have consistent internal function, I recommend eating grape nuts for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's especially important, like uh, today as we record this. I spent the morning at the Long Beach Antiques Market mm-hmm. and Flea Market. Oh, the Long Beach. Yeah. In Long Beach, um, sort of in the South Bay area. Sure, I've heard about it, South Bay. And it's attached to like a community college football stadium. Football. And so, you know, you're there for four hours. It's not where you want to do your business. Right. 
Because mm-hmm. they probably have porta potties. Yeah, there's. It's a little better than a porta potty, but not much. Mm-hmm. Now they have very nice porta potties now. I mean, they have got the ones with the running water, the little wash station outside. Yeah, I'm sure probably at this particular establishment, bathroom attendant. Yeah, they, they hand you a towel in the porta potty. Yeah. I think just that, a hole the arm reaches in. Right. If they have that foot pedaled. Uh, wash station outside, they should be able to get a foot pedal bidet inside. Now that's an idea. Right? Yeah, I'd I be strongly in favor just of Everything this. operated by feet. I just love to have a treadle for everything. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever get that call? Did the call ever come through, the one you were waiting for? Honestly, don't remember. Okay. Yeah. A lot. I, I was. I was in a haze for a bit. That was a pre-stub life you were living, and now it, you're in a post-stub world. To be honest, I think it's probably fine. Like I think it, whatever it was happened. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes when things happen in life that you're anticipating, you gentlemen can relate to this, I'm sure. Sure. And then they happen. That loop gets closed. It's out of out of mind entirely, a hundred percent. And I think it was one. Of, you know what it was? It was the vet going to call with the results about the cat. Oh, that's the, right. You know, see how his thyroid's doing. Then we got the call. We got the call. That part of it is over. We're done, moving on with life. It's just a veterinarian. Thyroid's fine, but we think you should start juicing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's what the juice is, is thyroid juice. Oh, got it. But you do, Concentrated. You were telling me that you do have, your cat does need regular injections. This is true. I was discussing this with, with, uh, with Jordan earlier. Uh, we do what's called subcutaneous fluids, hmm. which is a very common thing apparently with cats. If uh, you have an older cat, they often have kidney issues. Right. So cats... Cats are lovely creatures. Um, we have, as humans, artificially extended their lifespan many, many <laughs> They are years. supposed to die. They, honestly. And so they have a lot of very predictable failures. And one of those is kidney function. And the way that you modulate that is you have a, like an IV bag of a saline drip. And then you put a needle in their neck. And then you put fluids just dripped into their body uh, once a day or every other day, whatever it is. And that hydrates them internally. I imagine it's just a big bag of, of pink inside, just all mushed together. Mm-hmm. And so you just juice that up a little bit. You're juicing the pink. You're, you're juicing the pink. Yeah. And then when you're done with that, <laughs> got to juice the pink. You change I'm on the clear. Oh, well. There's a uh, um, hey. There's a tube and it has a little needle and you take the needle off and you put it in a sharps container. You can't throw that in your trash. You got to do something with it. So you have to I put I, that in your sharps container. I know a little bit about needles just from having to do that now. Having in a, your a having a having a cat uh, uh, having a dry cat. Dry cat. Yep, yeah. it has to be hydrated especially. Yeah, do you notice it getting uh stiffer and more brittle when it's insufficiently watered? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happens is the tips turn brown. Uh-huh. Oh, sure, yeah. And you know. But sometimes they got to get it... direct sunlight. They got to lay down right in direct sunlight. <laughs> right. Can you, I ask... you see them do it all the time. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. <laughs> My cat has a lot of aphids, and I'm not sure what to do. <laughs> what you want is neem oil. Okay. Yeah. A little Thank spray you. of neem oil, Thank and then you, you get that, uh, it's worm husks underneath. They don't like the smell. Got it. Put that on the uh, underneath the cat, and if the cat moves, just sweep it underneath and follow it around. That's good advice. Thanks, David. Mm-hmm. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan <laughs> Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. David Malky, Mayor Pro Tem. Jordan? Yes. You know the show Jordan Jesse Go that we host? I do. Uh, well, of course, it's brought to you every week by all the Max Fund members. Yes. Thousands of people who, for some reason, have decided to pay us to do this program. It's also brought to you this week 
our friends at Stitch Fix. Yeah, when a problem comes along. You must stitch it. That's the way you do it. Uh, it's an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. Do you think that Stitch Fix could have Stitch Fix branded energy domes? <laughs> I don't know. We'd have to formalize the relationship yeah, with the Devo I mean, song Whip It. Oh, sure, right? Yeah, I. Yeah, I mean, you know, let's but let's let's get Mother's Ba on the phone. <laughs> yeah. I hey, guess, hey, I Mother's Ba. Yeah, how you, you having fun composing faux chamber music for indie movie soundtracks? What if I told you you could get rich right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's what you do. You go to stitchfix.com slash JJGo. You tell them your sizes, what your styles are like, and your budget. You get pa- paired with a personal stylist. They'll handpick items, send them right to your door. You try them on. You pay only for what you love. You return the rest. Shipping, exchanges, and returns always free. Now, Jordan, you signed up for this. Was it easy to sign up for? Because I'm imagining it could be difficult to sign up for a service. No, it's easy. It's fun. And I got these great gray pants I'm wearing. These are Stitch Fix gray pants. These are the famous Stitch Fix gray pants? I'm wearing them. They're gray. And they are from Stitch Fix. Those are great pants. Now, is this the kind of uh, organization that might be able to help a fella out with some Something to v- replace these flip flops on my feet? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. They got shoes, tell, belts. Tell them shirts. your personal style is injured toes. <laughs> injured toe. I'd, I'd like just a carve out on the left side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, here's what you're gonna do to get started. Now you go to stitchfix.com/jjgo and you get an extra twenty five percent off when you keep all the items in your box. But that's only if you go to stitchfix.com/jjgo and get started today. Stitchfix.com slash JJ Go. If you want to advertise on Jordan Jesse Go, hit up Teresa at MaximumFun.org. If you are a JJ Go listener and you have a message you want to share, like a birthday or a anniversary or uh, you're launching your new line of coasters, mm-hmm. uh, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron and we'll flash your message to our severals of listeners. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris in a cabbage cloud. Uh, David Malky, Mayor Pro Tem. Oh, good name. David Malky comes. It's, this is the kind of quality that you expect mm-hmm. consistency, quality. And I'm not just talking about a lot of people know how well David Malky does on surveys of initial quality. <laughs> the first 90 days, I'm, I'm right in there, rock yeah. solid. Um, Jordan, what's this? Yeah, ca- this is quick. This is not okay. a big story. I, over uh, a couple days ago, I went out to dinner. Ooh, that's right. Oh, oh, dining, oh. dining out. Wow, I thought you said this wasn't a big story. Dining out. <laughs> dining out. Hold on. When you say you went out to dinner at a paid restaurant? <laughs> oh, yeah. Table service? Oh. Napkins? Wait. Like, you're talking well, about water? <laughs> was there like tablecloths and stuff? No. Not you're talking about no, like a not cloth. Ta- no, tablecloth. not tablecloths. Is this, not this tablecloth. one of those places no, that makes no, their no. own 
Confections or? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the only kind I'm familiar with, I like make fudge and marshmallows. Yeah, there's apparently there's more. They're around the corner from Malky's house. Yeah. Uh, yeah, restaurants have, uh, have, have really exploded lately. Wow. And they're making more than just fudge. Everybody's <laughs> talking about restaurants. <laughs> they make more than just fudge. Uh, I ordered, I, I had a, I had a, I, I got, I had leftovers. It was a big meal. I had some leftover kimchi fried rice, put mm. it in the car, went to a second activity. That's mm. right. I'm doing two activities in a day. <laughs> wow. Not only am I dining out, but I'm doing another activity. You might call that milk milk. Right, yeah. And well, here comes the lemonade, Dave. <laughs> kimchi fried rice. That's a home run every time. Yeah, delicious. God bless the entire nation of Korea yeah. for bringing us kimchi fried rice, the convenience food that's always delicious. I loved it and was looking forward to eating the leftovers later on. Yeah. I bet you were. That's Here's the thing. I got, yeah, I got, I got, got get in the car and, whoo, boy, this kimchi fried rice did a smell number on the car. Well, mm. this is a fermented food. Right. Yes, sure. And, uh, yeah, so it was a mistake on my part to leave it in the car at all. But what else were you going to do with it? Yeah, exactly. And uh, Jordan, you had been to my apartment in Koreatown, so you Mm. knew about the long-term effects of kimchi storage. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, you know, it just – it it did a number on the car. I I decided that I had left it in there a little too long. I threw it out, and then I've just been driving around with the windows down. (laughs) This smell – it's just following me. This is my telltale heart, and I feel like I'm even smelling it when I'm not in the car. I'm in – and it's not a bad smell. It's a smell that I like. But it's a phantom smell. But now. it is constant and psychosomatic and, at this point. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's uh, not too far from bo though. Like I understand. Like I love eating kimchi mm-hmm. and don't mind the smell of kimchi if I know if I can recognize what it is. Sure. And I think that's the position you're in right now. You like to eat kimchi. Yeah. You recognize what the smell is in your car. You mm-hmm. you 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 smell that smell and you picture kimchi. Mm-hmm. But you know. What if you're on a romantic date with uh, a hot babe, mm-hmm. an heiress, for example? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay. Wouldn't I like, that be fun? I like this lady. She's probably in the passenger seat clutching her pearls. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and fanning herself mm-hmm. because she's thinking, what is this odor right. that Jordan Morris, mm-hmm. my otherwise charming companion, right. is emitting that's stanking up this ride. Here's the thing, and I think I don't think the car actually smells like that anymore. I think okay. it's gone. I've driven around. I even when I parked the car, I cracked them. It's mm. been it's been three days since the kimchi fried rice was in there. Mm-hmm. But I think it just it's just in my brain, and I don't I I don't know. I think I have to like watch it go through the car wash or something so yeah. I can know. I do feel and like- even though it's like that's the exterior, but I think I just need something to. As you said earlier, Dave, to close the loop. That's right. The loop exactly. needs to be closed anyway. We're going to bring it all together. But uh, I yeah, I've got this cabbage for, ghost is, following me. What you're looking for maybe is CBD oil. Oh, sure. <laughs> Just get too chill. Oh, man, I got a CBD oil story. Anyway. <laughs> Can I tell you, like, I am facing a similar problem right now. Mm. I've spent the last week or so. I drive my car. is about three years old. Mm-hmm. But, you know... Guys, I don't. I had never bought a new car before, mm. and there was this cool lady who was selling the extended warranty. An heiress? No, no, <laughs> no. Uh, not at all. Like a, a countess. Like a, 
like an a accountant, tough lady from your neighborhood. Okay, I was like, I don't know how this lady got this job. She's the opposite of what I pictured in every way, but. I am on board for whatever she's selling. I just want to be friends with her. I just want to hang out. She's like a sales tricks. And that's how yeah. all good friendships start, buying something from someone. <laughs> yeah. And then the sense of obligation yeah. is established. Butch and Sundance. That's how they started. So anyway, I went ahead and bu- I bought an extended warranty. Mm-hmm. It was not expensive. It was a, it was a modest price. But I, bu- I, I was like, you know what? If I'm going to drive this car for 100,000 miles or 150,000 miles, I might as well just tip to toe this thing. Live a little. You know what I mean? I have spent the last week trying to figure out if a fan, an air conditioner fan that makes a little barely audible kind of thwip, thwip, thwip noise whenever it's on Mm -hmm. is covered under warranty. Mm, (laughs) Like, can I take this back to the dealership and be like, do you hear that sound? Oh, it's making me crazy. Do you hear it? How? Wait, hold on, hold on. There it is. Thwip, (laughs) thwip, thwip. How how extensive is the warranty? Like, is it one of these deals where you can... Be assured there's not a deductible or something else because what you could do is break the fan more. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing, David. The deductible is two hundred dollars. Okay, which is why the which is why the warranty was so affordable. Uh, however, I want to be clear. If I if if you said to me, I'm a thwip 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 genie. Yeah. Give me two hundred dollars. I'll make the thwip 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 go away immediately. All completely promised. Yeah. I would give you two hundred dollars right now. Well, now, actually, I have actually. Maybe I can diagnose this for you. Actually, yeah. now I'm no gearhead. Well, I mean, uh-huh. but you have a cabbage car, and you've thought about. But I have, that a, a, lot. I have a cabbage car that's haunted by a cabbage ghost. Um, I mean, it sounds. I mean, again, I have not heard this one. I'm just taking yeah. your word for it. So I think if I, if there is a thwip, 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 you might have Spiderman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> might have a bad case of Spiderman in there. Okay, guys. Uh, last week on the program, David Malky, we. Sent out word to all of the mail carriers and postal employees Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in the Jordan Jesse Go audience. Okay. What's the most remarkable thing you've discovered uh, or the most remarkable experience you've had Mm -hmm. while conducting your appointed rounds? I can't wait to hear what the answer is. David, do you love the U.S. Postal Service? Uh, the U.S. Postal Service is a, is the ninth wonder of the world. I had, and I've heard I you're a, you FedEx for a FedEx customer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, only, I'm fine with the, my FedEx service, but the USPS, they've got my vote every time. Yeah, I also I have nothing but wonderful, warm feelings about the FedEx service, especially my handsome new young mail carrier. USPS mm. service, you should... Had a previous uh, mail carrier with a gray mustache who was nice to me, but a little weird to ladies. Mm. Little weird. Not actionably weird, but weird enough. Sure. Um, A man with an unusual mustache, (laughs) you say? Um, Made a woman feel weird? And the USPS is a great civil service employer. They have have diversity quotas. Um, The the DMV and the USPS are some of the largest... uh, Employers in the urban middle class. There you hey, go. Hey, that's great. I love the that's I love the fact. United States Postal Service. Same. Um, I love a I love a union civil service job. I love a, a quality bus driver. Sure. Had some great relationships in my life with high quality bus drivers. If you if you take the bus at the same time every day, you might see that bus driver who always wears a beret. Mm-hmm. Oh, God bless him. Ooh, la, la. Won't let the little kids pay. <laughs> Puts his hand over the till. That's nice. <laughs> oh, that's very charming. Yeah. That's technically stealing from the city. Yeah. (laughs) 
to Fair fund point. your beret habit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a habit. It's an addiction. Yeah, he just he he would not accept their twenty five cents, right. but once a year they had to bring him a beret. <laughs> well, they just had to tally up. How, you know, they had the cameras. Someone's clocking that down. And at the end of it, uh, end of the whole year. $4.75, just call it even. There yeah. was, in the city of San Francisco, this may still be true. It's been a long time since I've lived in San Francisco, but there was an official muni uniform element of a beret. Oh, oh, boy. Like, you don't have to wear the beret. It was an optional. There was also a ball cap or no hat. Hmm. Uh, but you could wear a beret. These guys looked slick. Trey Internacional. I know. Like you, if you're out there thinking, uh, if you're thinking about joining the Guardian Angels just so you can ride buses in a beret, <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, think, consider a union gig as a bus driver. Okay. So we did. We received one important communication, and I hope that all the postal employees, former and postal employees, and so forth. Uh, are thinking about calling us at 206-984-4-FUN or emailing us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. But this is from a mail carrier whose name will not be mentioned. Look, we're not here to blow the lid off of, you know, we're we're not trying to get you fired. We're not trying to change the world. We just want to hear about a weird thing that happened while you were carrying the mail. That's all we want. This is a note. That was inside the mailbox uh, when a carrier was delivering the mail. This carrier left the note there but decided to take a picture of it for posterity and sent us a photograph of it. Hello. It's handwritten note. Hello. I hope you remember me. The cocksucker who sucked you several times. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I, would, I would like restart. But seriously. One to two times per week, just to swallow your cum. <laughs> Be your cocksucker, and your mouth is yours. Please contact me if okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, was this a mail carrier on a regular route? Do you know? Do you have other no, it's information just a regu- about this? Just was a regular route, for, but we didn't have to get any context. Was it this. for them? Right. That's no, what no, no. I think this was for the resident of the house. Oh, just somebody... a visitor, a, a past cocksucker mm. had stopped by. <laughs> so the message is not for the mailman. That's what we're clarifying. Here. Right. Presumably. Exactly. No, the no. Mailman, the mailman it... happened upon a right. mail carrier. Could have been a mail. That's woman, right. The mail carrier is an invisible part of this transaction. Happened upon this mm. note while uh, uh, conducting their appointed rounds through sleet and snow and hail and sure. so forth. Right. Um. I would like to restart. No, wait. I would like restart. Mm-hmm. They didn't write two. I would like restart, but seriously, one to two times per week, just to swallow your cum. Mm-hmm. You know what I? You know what sentiment I like? In What's that? <laughs> your mouth is yours. <laughs> well, this is a very your mouth. This is a very like sex positive, consent-driven. It, it really is cocksucking note. It really is, and I, yeah, I like that. That okay is underlined. Sure. Please contact if okay. Is there information about when this note was left in terms of like how long ago? Like seasonally? Well, no. Around Thanksgiving. No. Is this a uh, like would email or text still be possible at this time? This is a Yeah, I think this is a relatively recent note. This is a digital photograph for one thing, David. Well, I mean, photographs can be scanned by many computers. So you think these could be like in someone's archives? Well, well, I'm trying to. A postal carrier. (laughs) Who coincidentally was carrying their Nikon that day, <laughs> mm-hmm. shot 
uh, and they had their macro lens. <laughs> they shot a photograph, <laughs> had it developed down at the B&H photo. Mail carriers have many hobbies. Then <laughs> brought it back and used possibly one of those handheld grayscale <laughs> scanners that I'm, you swipe across the thing I'm a few times. I'm not saying it's it... likely. I'm just saying you can't rule it out. Okay. It is a possibility. What I'm trying to figure out is Thanks, why— Detective Dan. <laughs> why uh, the mailbox as the vector of communication? Right. Clearly this person knew them by location but not by phone number perhaps? Right. That's uh, yeah, a good point. I guess are we assuming that it was found in a mailbox? Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just something they found while on the street. No, Maybe this, this was on a— This was in a mailbox. That bit of context was in the email that was attached. Okay. What about this uh, potentiality? What if the, the, the recipient of the note had received the note via any means, perhaps left under their windshield wiper? Right. And then read it, decided they did not want to take action. It, it was not okay. And so they just put it in the closest receptacle they could find oh, to get it be. out of their that possession, yeah. some poor poor person's mailbox. Because what we also don't know is if the person who lived there was the possessor of a cock that could be sucked. And sucked. I, kind, sure. I kind of can only speak for myself and what I would do in that situation. But if I put myself in the shoes of a person who finds that note under their windshield, I don't want to put it in whatever mailbox is close by specifically <clears throat> because – well, if it's a note under my windshield, it's probably got a car wash coupon on there, and I might want to use that. <laughs> yeah, sure. But you I can mean, tell I that could by just looking at it. I could just look at the back of all of my grocery store receipts for a while. Yeah, that, that's that's a place one might show up. Yeah, get a couple bucks off. You can uh, treat yourself to that air freshener, which is what this guy needs. <laughs> yeah. Wowzers! You the mistake that you made. You got the deluxe package. Yeah. Good call. Thank you. You got the rainbow wax. Oh yeah. The tire dressing sealant. The ceiling. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Which make an offer. It's a for bummer because, like, it took you literally two weeks to get out of that goddamn car. <laughs> it sure did. I had to kick my way out. I got a little bit of an offer for you. You might find it interesting. Please. This is a true story. I was purchasing a, a, an item at the local Auto Zone, mm. and uh, Ooh. all right, okay. doesn't matter what it was. Doesn't uh, matter, Jordan. I think- I think it was one of those cup holders <laughs> with the little hook that goes into your windowsill. I think it was a license plate frame that says Diva. <laughs> <laughs> You're both right in your own way. And so um, the, as the, the, the person was what ringing me up, uh, he reached over and grabbed an unknown item <laughs> from in front of the shelf and yeah. just added it to my, my total. And I asked what, what was happening. He says, well, there's a promotion. If you spend, I don't know what it was, like $25, you get like some percent off because of the volume. And the thing I had been ordering, uh, been purchasing was like $23. So he, in his wisdom, oh. just any any $2 item to actually make right. me pay less overall. So now I have extra air freshener. turns out they're air fresheners. Two air fresheners. I have them. I didn't even want them. What kind do you get? The kind that looks like a little tin of cat food? One of them. No, it was it was the kind that you... One that looks like uh, Jessica Rabbit? That's the one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's one smells like strawberry for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> if I'd known, I would have brought them. I'm sorry. I didn't think of it. I got a uh, – maybe you could borrow my car air freshener. I was at an art museum. What do you use? What do you use to freshen the car? I got uh, I, I got one that's – you know, the, have you heard the Gorilla Girls? <clears throat> I've not – Oh, yes. I have heard of this. They're like some cool art ladies that do uh, – Yeah. I saw this. Where where was this? Protest art. I mean, inside my car. <laughs> 
Oh, you, oh, I thought this was at the museum. Oh, this was at the Whitney Museum in New York. Oh, okay. Anyway, there I saw some this kind of, somewhere. There was an exhibit at the Whitney that had closed. I didn't get to see it, but it was like protest art or gotcha. something. And the Gorilla Girls protest. Um, oh, maybe I saw this in the, the Tate Modern when we were in London. Yeah, maybe that's, that's That sounds where. very possible. They protest gender inequity sure. in art. They're pretty, they're pretty cool. They're like secret, and they wear gorilla masks. Right. Like uh, type gorilla masks. Sure. Um, not like ski masks like Subcomandante Marcos or something. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, got the gorilla mask on one side, and then on the back it says "Erasing the stench of the patriarchy." Hey, that's nice. Isn't that fun? <laughs> what does it smell like? Bananas. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. tracks. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay this on you, and Jesse, you can feel free to shoot this down. But I just thought, as I'm mm-hmm. listening to the two of you bounce this back and forth, some Please. some information from you, some information information from you. I feel like maybe don't I could... like it. Was I supposed to wait until you said it? I mean, you, whenever you think is appropriate. Go ahead. So that, no, that's go fine. ahead. Try again. Is your extend- I'll buy 10. Sorry. I'm <laughs> kind of the other way. Is your extended warranty at all transferable? Side note. $10,000, but I want 60% equity. Do they know what your car looks like? Could you remove the VIN plate, mm. put it on, on Jordan's car, take it in, say this car smells weird, yeah. under warranty? Oh, wow. That's smart. Do you think the folks at Rusnak Volvo would fall for that? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I don't know the details of the warranty. Some what if my are... cool butch best friend was around? <laughs> she was like, she, she was like, that's not the car I warrantied. That's the one. And I was like, hey, buddy. And she's like, I honestly don't remember you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you thought this was going to be the start of a friendship. Yeah, I do. I do think my yeah. I think the problem with my stench is that it is a psychological one. I, I absolutely think that's true. I do think that. But I think as long, if I as, as soon as I take some action, you just I'll have feel to have fine. some ceremony, some sort of cleansing right. thing that doesn't even have to be uh, something that would affect the smell, but it, in your mind it allows you to remove it from that. That it takes your mind out of that place and, and makes you feel like you you can move on. I mm-hmm. think you should smudge it with sage. I think that's Ooh, a great idea. Gotta smudge it with sage. Is it possible you could just got kimchi stuck in your nose? Oh. Hold on. Are you smelling it now? I guess it would be the way. Oh, there it is. Okay, I swallowed it. All right. Uh, on with my life. Problem solved. Jordan was just doing a little blow to get ready to check for the kimchi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what you mean really by wanna... juicing? Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, David Malky, you've you've got this. Uh, you gave us some coasters when you came here. Uh, we made a video with you for Bullseye some time ago. Right. Where... We went around in your office, which is a garage, mm-hmm. and looked at all the equipment that you have. Mm-hmm. What, now, first of all, you're a web comics artist. So the traditional equipment for that would be like a pen. Mm-hmm. And Computer. A, yeah. Thing. yeah. And maybe one of those black and white handheld scanners <laughs> that you <laughs> – like you're washing a window. Mm-hmm. you got to connect to the web somehow. Yeah. yeah. You have to have some kind of – Put your comics up there. Can I that? recommend a modem? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many baud? Uh, 28.8. Now you're talking. Yeah, I think it's about 28.8. I'll set it uploading before I go to bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you can just head over to an internet cafe. Ooh. This and guy's surf all, all sorts surf of all, And surf all you have your Java. Yeah. He hasn't got he hasn't got the money for a plane ticket to Japan, Jordan. Right, I'm not a world Sorry. traveler here at the Tate Museum. I'm yeah. over here in the quiet house, just watching all of you fly overhead. It's just yeah. him and John Krasinski. <laughs> so, 
what kind of equipment have you got going in this uh, in this office of yours currently? So I, I will be uh, clear that I have uh, it's a shared space with my colleague, and he's the owner of the equipment. I get to use it for free all the time, so I have the better end of this deal. How did you how, see? Now I had to I man, and you're not even a you're, you're not even a possible friend seeming <laughs> butch lady. It seems like you could be their friend if you just lured them into your co-working space. <laughs> uh, so there are in uh, in this space uh, presently five industrial lasers um, and one uh, UV printer, which is a, like an inkjet printer that can print on items rather than simply paper, and a bunch of just miscellaneous computers and things. But the main things are the, the laser engravers, three of them by Trotec, two by Universal. These are big-name lasers. I, like tr- <laughs> I like a Trotec. Yeah, this, isn't, a Trotec a, this isn't a Kirkland signature laser. <laughs> <laughs> so what does, what, why does your office mate have all this stuff? So uh, his business is in making game tokens. So if you ever play a game like a there's a, there's a miniatures game called X-Wing, and uh, if you go to a tournament because you like playing games, like as, as I know you fellows do, then you might get a special token that's engraved with the name of the tournament. And my colleague makes those. Cool. And so he makes them in vast quantities, hundreds of thousands, using the laser Like uh, a machines. special X, X-Wing? You don't get the—not the actual X-Wing. It's like a round piece of plastic that's a, that's a marker or a ruler that you would use in playing the game. You bring your own miniature X-Wings. Oh, it's like you get your own little uh, Monopoly thimble. Yeah, similar, similar. But it can't be an X-Wing. Well, in this case, it's a two-dimensional object. So it's, it's, it's as if you got a special Monopoly piece. Can it be piece an that at, a, at? A picture— that's, That's a guy awesome. that looks like a horse. <laughs> yeah. You I've know, seen Star Wars. And they wrap him up with a string. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so uh, what happened was I needed his help for a project. Uh, I did this game, Machine of Death, that involved a special fancy wooden box if you were uh, one of the people who wanted to pay extra. And he, using his laser machines, he made those for me uh, just as a service provider. We became friends. It turns out that I got a lot of dumb ideas, and he had a lot of machines that sometimes <laughs> were idle. And we decided to do a little, you know, uh, talent sharing. Sure. And which has led to now we share the office space together. Now his mouth is his. <laughs> his his yeah. mouth is his. But if okay, if okay, I can use those lasers <laughs> after hours. So he's just waiting for him Ooh, to contact after me. After hours lasers. <laughs> Um, and so the coasters that you mentioned sounds, sounds are, a little sexier than regular lasers. Well, the good thing we have a coaster so that you can prevent all this moisture that's being emitted from the two of your your excited bodies so mm-hmm. you keep staining the surfaces that you're on. Sure, mm-hmm. and, and you take that moisture and just transfer it to a cat. That's right. That's right. <laughs> when when you start to see them get brown, right, and it starts to smell really bad. Glug glug. So uh, the the coasters are one of several products that we have developed in concert with one another. As uh, I design, he manufactures. And then when we go to our comic conventions, your comic cons and so on, Jordan knows, then we these are another item that we can sell to people who might like that sort of thing. I'm so impressed at your industry, David Malky. I Like you could have stopped with making a very funny webcomic. But you have a restless brain. That needs to make weird things with lasers. Well, I mean, there's a very simple impetus behind it, and I'll explain it to you if you like. I would like to make money from anybody. Somehow, <laughs> oh, any possible interesting. Way. So comics are great, and I love comics. Sure. I hope everyone will read my comics and buy everything uh, related to them. But if they don't want it, I, I would like to make something else that they might buy. Yeah. Maybe a coaster. Who knows? We'll yeah. try it. 
I have some lovely uh, – I bought from you at the Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. I bought some lovely coasters uh, that look like uh, Super Mario coin blocks. Yeah, that's a famous uh, – Set a drink on one today, and it worked great. Worked great. Appreciate not that a ring, Not a ring on my <laughs> coffee table. I'm, I'm hoping that that's a generic enough icon at this point in the culture that I could just make some coasters of it. Oh, <laughs> you have not checked? <laughs> um, you know, I opened a Make magazine. You guys know this magazine. Uh, for, uh, formerly, currently edited by our friend Mark Frauenfelder. So, uh, great magazine. I'm a subscriber. And I was looking through there, and they have you know different projects you can make. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a crocheted uh, Mario pipe that you would use to put around your coffee cup or something like that. And when I saw that, I thought... Okay, some of the, this iconography is just owned by the culture at this point. Yeah, this is the people's. Yeah. This belongs to the people. So, hey, I mean, I think doors open. Just go ahead and throw Wario on some shit, huh? <laughs> wah! Wah! And that's the part I know about Wario. <laughs> yeah, he says wah. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, that's basically all there is about him. Okay. I think he I, likes treasure as well. Oh, interesting. Now, is Wario canonically um, related oh, to now we're Oh, now the podcast is starting. <laughs> okay, all right. Now we can get into it. What's I'm, your question? Is, is, he, canonically, is, he, is, is yeah. he related to, to the Marios? Or, no, because Mario is Mario right. Mario, right? The first name, last name. Yeah, I don't know if that is canonical. I think that is something that the movie established. I see, okay. Which uh, I think well, everyone my, would like to My understanding, forget. and you can correct me if I'm wrong about this, Mario Mario is the regular fellow with the red overalls. Right. His brother, Luigi, his brother shares his last name. He's Luigi Mario. Mm. I th- He's John Leguizamo. Okay. Right. Uh, that's yeah. that's where I'm wrong. Because where I was going with this, and now maybe it doesn't make sense, we know about Dr. Mario. Right. That's a gentleman with the last name Mario. <laughs> Could this be Giovanni Mario, MD? Oh, the third brother. The third brother. He, he wanted to try the game thing. His brothers are really into it, but he's he's more of a bookish fella. Sure, their parents are more proud of him. After the one game, he's like, you know, you have your fun. Yeah. <laughs> Collect your coins. <laughs> Can you fix things in I'd your house? I'd be over here. Yeah. Uh, I always have the impulse to, and I am occasionally successful. Really? Yeah. I So the other day, you know, the, in Los Angeles, it gets so dry that these ants come in your house for no reason. You know how normally ants are looking for something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here, they're just like, oh, I just got to get out of the heat. <laughs> you know, they just get out of the sun. They live underground. But yeah. they'll come in your house and like, you know, they'll usually they're coming for sugar mm-hmm. or they sometimes they're coming for a protein. Right. But these ants are just looking for water and there's you they can't keep water out of your house. This it's, isn't this isn't some old cat. It's, yeah. it's not like you have animals that need to have open water anywhere. Exactly. So the the ants will come in, so we get the pe- pest control guy come and he pointed to the vent. Mm. On the side of my house in my, like, attic, mm-hmm. you know, there's, like, a louvered yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of hole there. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, this this louvered hole, you got to cover that with something or else rats and birds and stuff could come in. And I was like, we did cover that. We covered that. We When we first moved mm-hmm. in, somebody else said that you got to cover that hole. So we, when the handyman mm-hmm. was there, was like, do you mind covering these holes with chicken wire or whatever? And mm-hmm. he said, yeah, no problem. And... But then he he said, no, take a look at it. And he shined his big flashlight up there. He's like, I don't think there's anything on there. I was like, oh, shit. Because this is not – this is obviously not a handyman level job unless the handyman is already going to be there, right? What? Like when we first bought the house and moved in, there was like – a list of 15 things that had to happen. So we just said, hey, handyman, why don't you come for three days and just do a bunch of stuff and we'll just make a list and you can just bang it out. You're going to do a much better job than I will. Mm. 
But just this does not justify – like I'd have to pay the handyman $75 or something. Well, here's my opinion on the louvered uh, vents and so on. Those vents are to allow heat to escape your attic. Yeah. And if the if the vents are fully blocked, then what's going to happen is you, the, the air in your attic will be trapped and it will make your house warmer and it will make your air conditioning have to run longer yeah. because that heat will seep mm. through the ceiling. So the ideal thing is if air can circulate in your attic, they have fans that you can put on that vent for that purpose. So if the – chicken wire is in place, theoretically that would allow air movement, but not rats or so on. So it's possible that, I mean, rats and other burrowing animals are very crafty. So it's possible that they've maybe pushed it out of place if it was tacked very lightly. It's also possible that they maybe got that issue of Make Magazine. They made themselves a drink koozie in the shape of one of the tubes from Super Mario, given how crafty they are. And once you get that tube, you can go anywhere with that thing. Just go in the top of it. So look, I know how to use a hand tool. I got a ladder. Sure. Mm -hmm. I got some – I ordered a a wire cutter because I didn't have a decent wire cutter. Mm -hmm. I have like a little rinky-dinky wire cutter for cutting like an electrical wire, but not for cutting like a big fat chicken wires. Yeah. And I got some wire. I mm-hmm. got all the things. And I got a staple gun. I didn't have a staple gun. Yeah, that's like, a good this thing. seems like Handy the thing, thing to have. Yeah. I have a staple gun. All this stuff cost me $40 at the end of the day. $10 for chicken wire, $19 for a staple gun. Had to buy staples for the staple. Like, it all added up to 40 big ones. Plus the gas to get there. And I have a window of like 20 minutes to do this job. Because it's like I can't do it while the baby's sleeping because it's right outside his bedroom and I can't – then I have to take care of the kids and I can't have the baby running around the house with me in the attic on Mm -hmm. a ladder. Yeah. So I go get the ladder. I put it in. I climb up in there. First of all, I had never been in my attic. My attic doesn't is, – is difficult to access. Okay. There's like an access hole in like a little tiny kind of hallway room. I don't know what a square hallway is mm. called, but if you imagine that, that's where the access hole is. That's a den. Yeah. Mm, no, because it's the width of a hallway. Is it a loft? Mm, it's like – you know, we're talking about like three feet by three feet Could here. it be a kitchen? Yeah, it's mm. a kitchen. So – it's you know, and you got to lift the roof up, and then you got to put the ladder there, and even my ladder, which is probably a six foot ladder, like just barely tall enough to get up into there. So I lift myself up in there. It is a thousand degrees in there. Yeah, there's no floor. <laughs> I forgot that there's no floor. So you're walking on the on the joists. I'm walking on the joists, and there's an air conditioner up there, mm-hmm. and so and it's a big air conditioner heating cooling deal. Yeah. And so there's pipes going everywhere, ducts, ducts, ducts going everywhere, and there's not much room anyway. So I have to like turn myself backwards and like go legs first underneath some ducts, and th- this fucking hole is the furthest one away, and I am literally within seconds. I'm literally sweat rolling down my face. Yeah, and I I'm I have to figure out how how I can carry a stable gun, a wire cutter. And the thing. Should have got a tool belt. Chicken, I know. Should have had a fucking tool belt. Oh, it's an extra fucking $40. What yeah. does a tool belt go for? Well, you can days? return it when you're done. Yeah, I guess so. Leave the tags on. <laughs> Spite it. Uh, Radio Shack. Yeah. So I get, I get over there. Guess what there is on this fucking thing? Yeah, that screen's still on there, isn't it? Yeah, there's a fucking screen. He mm-hmm. did put a screen on. Yeah. I couldn't see it from behind the air conditioner. Just use your new wire, wire cutters, cut it off. I'm cr- literally crawling on our, all fours with one knee on one joist and one knee mm-hmm. on the joist, one joist apart, mm-hmm. you know, th- two and a half feet wide. And, and my hands on the things, pouring sweat down. 
I'm never fixing anything again. <laughs> it's not worth it. I wouldn't even have felt good if I did it. I, you know, I, I was going to say, as you were telling your story, if you're looking from the ground into the attic, how would you even see that the, the chicken wire was or wasn't there unless a little bit of the light hit that wire? So it's very possible that he looked at it, didn't see it, even though yeah. it really was there. But here's the thing. He said, he said that you need to put chicken wire there, mm-hmm. keep rats out and birds. Sure. I said, I, you know what I said? Hmm. Birds in the house would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Some people pay for birds. Yeah, get them in here. Could, I hope it's a macaw. It's funny, like when one gets in the mall. <laughs> Can we have a quetzal? I love their beautiful mm-hmm. tails. You could also put a ladder on the outside of the house to see if the if right. the if the from no, the it's outside. too high. It's too high. David, not with the ladder you have. I don't have a tw- I don't have a twenty foot ladder, and I'm certainly not going to put it up in my garden. Mm-hmm. Well, excuse me, I'm sorry. The, the, I understand the integrity of your garden is very important. So anyway, the moral of the story is I lost about five pounds of water weight, <laughs> and I'm wondering if you could I could use your subcutaneous fluids <laughs> machine. <laughs> It's just gravity. It's just a drip thing. But, uh, you know, if you mechanize it, that would actually add a lot of efficiency. Just power power wash that that fluid into that yeah, cat's body. Yeah, blast that cat. <laughs> blast that cat. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hi, everybody. My name is Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. And together we're the hosts of Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. What does that mean for you, the podcast consumer? Well, it means that you're going to get a lot of stories about how we used to do weird stuff to people in order to try to fix them. Do you know that we used to think diseases were caused by bad smells? And that we used to eat mummies for medicine? That's super funny. I kind of like Well, thanks, and we hope you'll kind of like our show, Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. It's available every Friday wherever fine podcasts are sold or at its beautiful, picturesque home at MaximumFun.org. The secret is out, I. Open Mike Eagle officially had a wrestling match. And on the next Tyson fights, I'm talking all about it. From the rap battles that got it started. Open Mike, you ain't ready. Oh, oh, you really? oh, like oh, really? <laughs> And to how I hurt myself in ways I didn't know I could. That day and the day before, I got so many texts from people who really care about me who were like, please don't break your neck. The only place you can get the full story is on the newest episode of Tights and Fights. Find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. David Malky, mayor pro tem. I just found out in the break, Jordan, Mm -hmm. you go to one of these uh, comic cons, Mm -hmm. which David Malky's at, you can pay him $20, $40. He'll draw a little picture for you. That's right. That's nice. I feel like this is a bargain. I had a a man at Dave's booth at Mm Comic-Con 
not not Dave, no, but a man at your booth. I showed him a picture of my cat, and he drew the cat. Yeah, so Sam, uh, my colleague Sam Logan, he's a native of Vancouver. He does the same circuit that I do convention-wise. We, we see each other all over the country. And he is a comic artist. He has a comic uh, long-running uh, sort of manga-style comic uh, uh, graphic novel series. However, when he goes to conventions, some people know the work, some people don't. His main thing is doing commissions of uh, either you or your kids or whatever in a costume or the new thing is people's pets. People love to get an original drawing of their pets. That's great. I really like and it. Then I he, really treasure it. Well, and it's a special thing that Sam's got a great cartoony style, and um, he'll take a photo from your phone, and then he'll just draw your dog dressed like Obi-Wan or whatever it is, <laughs> or just your dog, and it's, it's beautiful. And he, he does... He does twice, three times the business I do with those sketches at a, at a convention. I hired uh, Megan Lynn Cott, the artist who designs our Max Fun pins. Uh, I, I hired Megan Lynn Cott to do a watercolor painting of my dogs for my wife. Easily, comfortably, the most successful gift I've ever given to my wife. Mm-hmm. And I've given my wife valuable jewels on more than one occasion. <laughs> well, one of the one of the interesting things about this, uh, I mentioned people come year to year. In Sam's case, um, people will come and say, you drew my dogs last year. We have a new dog. We need a new portrait of the new family. Sometimes that goes the other way, unfortunately. Mm. We need a new picture. Sure, we need know. a picture of our dog in hell. Because <laughs> <laughs> he died. Finally, he'll get his just desserts. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Burn. But it's interesting to think that there are some people that have sort of family portraits of their the the state of their petdom at different points in history, mm. uh, all drawn by Sam, Sam. Sam Logan is his full name. I should I should be clear. Sam and Fuzzy dot com. So all all different points in history you're talking about. Like... <laughs> Back to the Paleolithic. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, he can sure. do a cave drawing. <laughs> he it. can do one of those impressionist dogs. It's all a bunch of dots. Yeah. He can do a cubist dog. where You can see all his eyes on the same side. Mm, I saw that documentary about him, the Werner Herzog one, <laughs> Cave of Forgotten <laughs> Dreams. That's definitely his work. Yeah. Okay, when something momentous happens to you, give us a call, 206-984-4-FUN. Does it, is it better if it has a cadence? No. Okay. No. <laughs> it yeah. seemed wrong while mm. I was doing it. Yeah, yeah. So I felt like I had to sure. check in after. Yeah. <laughs> or like you seeing can your just, dad cry. <laughs> or you can just record. A, you didn't find that liberating? It's a common thing in the Seeing your dad cry? No, oh, I, was I guess scared. even dad's cry. Oh, okay. You're scared. What's wrong with dad? <laughs> Do we have to move? Did someone put a faucet in his face? Yeah. He's been in the attic for an hour. He's dripping sweat. <laughs> sure. I dripped sweat on my wife. I had to get my <laughs> wife to hold the ladder so I could come down. It was fully like just like I was supporting myself at almost like armpit level and Reaching out my toe to get the, to the top step of the ladder you're not supposed to step on. Yeah, inappropriate ladder use. Um, and uh, yeah, I had to, I, while, while my wife was steadying the ladder, <laughs> I dripped sweat on her face. It's marriage. It's what it's all about. Um, anyway, Jordan, you can also record a voice memo and email it to us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. And what's nice about that is you're looking at high fidelity. Well, yeah. I mean, whatever modem you use, if it's a sufficient bod, yeah. get that message uploaded. <laughs> and you know what's nice about high fidelity, Jordan? Breakout role for Jack Black. Sure, yeah. <laughs> American Beautiful. Clown. Great, beautiful voice. Yeah, incredible singer. Got to show it to the world. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, JJ Go at MaximumFun.org for our segment, Momentous Occasions. Here is our first momentous occasion. Yo, Jordan, Jesse, go. What's up? It's Chris from Chicago. I was actually just listening to the episode with Janet Varney. I'm sitting in traffic here, and um, there is a... Uh, 
a big bag of a bunch of cars and there's a utility vehicle that's trying to plow through the left lane to get to an accident or something. And so he's honking his horn, continuing to honk and get irritated and everything and sort of motioning for the car in front of him to move over. So that doesn't work. So he gets on the loudspeaker and uh, in the finest Chicago accent I've ever heard, he goes, move to the right lane, move to the right lane, step on the gate and move over. I thought that was really funny and very Chicago, a very Chicago incident. So I uh, enjoy the day, love the show, and keep it up. That's great. I hope he was using a hands-free device, though. I don't like people <laughs> calling us from traffic. Yeah. I'm wondering if, if traffic was as busy as he claims, how could the cars have a place to move to? Mm, that's, that's a good point. I mean, if you're a utility vehicle, you need to get someplace. Use the shoulder, unless maybe there's no shoulder. I'm not much of a Chicago. Things are busy on the aficionado. loop. Yeah. Am you, I right? Yeah, you got to get that Chicago hot land. beef sandwich. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Italian beef. That's Italian def- beef. That's definitely correct. Yeah, you got to get off the loop. You know you know where you could go to get a good look at things? Right around How about the corner. this Sears Tower? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's called something else now, isn't it? Yeah, Wrigley Field. <laughs> yes, it's called yeah, Sears Tower is now Wrigley Field. Comiskey Park, I believe it's mm-hmm. called. Yeah, mm. one of those. I had a couple of those beefs. I had a few beefs last time I was in Chicago. Good beefs. I don't mind those beefs. They're pretty tasty. You get pretty that jar- Jardinier on there. Oof. They do have a good bean in Chicago, famously. Oh yeah. But they don't call it Bean Town. Interesting. No. That's a problem. No, that's, that's Atlanta. Ca- yeah. Right. Famously. Yeah. It, well, you, and you would think that Atlanta would be called Hot Atlanta, but that's Boston. <laughs> it's because there's two beans in Atlanta, so they have to. They claimed that nickname. Mm. Ah, yeah, the town of two beans. <laughs> the rivals, the, the rival yes. beans. Well, when one when when one side of town makes a bean, the other town side of town can't let that stand. They got to make their own bean. You got to make a bigger bean. Make a bigger. That's bean. That's what America is all about. Do you remember that part where he forgot where he goes? I love beans. <laughs> Big fat I do. juicy beans. <laughs> Guffin's <laughs> good. Big we didn't watch movies in the quiet house. So. Yeah, no movies. You guys didn't watch a lot of movies in there, <laughs> no, I imagine. Not in the quiet Movies house. are too loud. Yeah, I can't. Let's take another call. Let's move this show along. Move to the right. Hey, Jordan and Jesse. This is Foster from up in BC. Uh, just calling with a momentous occasion. Uh, last night I was hanging out on my deck... Uh, just drinking a beer, smoking a little bit of a newly legal marijuana, and uh, I had to go to the bathroom. Didn't really feel like going all the way inside to the toilet, so I just got up to pee off the side of the deck into the bushes down below. Uh, it was pretty dark, couldn't see where I was aiming, and then I heard a rustling in the bushes, and out into the moonlight jumped this big, beautiful deer, just covered with my piss. Uh, yeah, I gave a pretty good shake, sent piss flying everywhere, and then bounded off into the night. thought that was pretty magical. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Love the show. Have a good one. Cheers. There's no explanation of how he got kidnapped by a cement mixer. I assumed, because he was calling from Canada, he was just on a Zamboni. <laughs> it was like how that other guy was commuting on the freeway. This guy was just commuting on a Zamboni. Up in snowbound Vancouver. And again, when you're using when you're using your Zamboni, use your hands-free device. We don't need you. Oh, boy. He- uh, you know what this? Wait, Brian just told us that was a voice memo. How? Where? 
You're like, oh, I gotta find the perfect place to record this voice memo. <laughs> That's right, how near the super collider. How about my apartment building's laundry room right after the big intra apartment <laughs> building football game? <laughs> you know, this fella, I think, made the right choice with his urinary actions, but I feel like there was one element of it that he missed. He didn't insert the needle into the deer so that it oh, could go in, internally. Yeah, it's a it'll soak up some of the fluids, yeah. but not all of it. Mix it with that. Hot pink mess in the deer. I yeah. assume it's also pink with a deer. But oh I don't yeah, know. the nice thing deer of... and cats are related in the... that their insides are both pink. The... <laughs> pink inside. They're the only two. Turns out those are the only two. Yeah, very surprising. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. David Malky, mayor pro tem. Well, it's been a beautiful hour and a half or so. Sure has. I'm so grateful to have known the two of you. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, are you <laughs> Is this dying? <laughs> Bad news, guys. Wow. Yeah. Well, at least we got to have one more pretty good podcast. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the, the time in the attic really before took its you, toll. Before you... Head out on that ice flow. You get in that boat, set on fire. Get on that boat. Have yourself that Viking funeral you've always wanted. I um, I had a bucket list mm-hmm. and actually crossed off all the things. That <laughs> one of them was meet someone from Venice. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the, yeah, I'm mailing Bay. mailing address, but these mailing addresses and it's close to Venice. Yeah. Uh, one of them was gain twice removed access to a laser. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Industrial laser. Yeah, yeah, five of them. The good kind. Yeah, you probably won't be around long enough to actually use it, but it's nice to know that you, you could. You could ask David, you could ask his friend. The only thing, that one of them was recorded another pretty good podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my final one was, think of any reason at all for someone to try listening to the podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. I failed on that one, so I'm going to yeah, die on that. That's hard to say. You wow. You have to put that note right in a mailbox. Well, <laughs> just before you die. Listen to podcast if okay. <laughs> your, your ears are yours. <laughs> your mouth is yours. Uh, your ears are mine. I was going to say, if you do have some unfinished business, just stuff yourself with a fermented cabbage or radish <laughs> and I die do... and come back as a cabbage ghost. I do have a question someone's car, about yes. the cabbage, and I don't want a Monday morning quarterback this. Yeah. You know, obviously you got this leftover Mistakes were made. Kim- kimchi. You wanted to take it home. Yeah. It makes sense that you would put it in your car, but could you have put it underneath the car behind the wheel? Nobody would have touched it while yeah, you were Yeah, I mean, that's a that's that, that's not a bad, that's not a bad uh, I mean, you didn't know that, that it was going to be an issue in terms of the smell, but if you got kimchi again, I mean, just consider it. Yeah. I actually use a takeout container of kimchi fried rice as a hide key Oh sure, just just bury it in there. Nobody gets so into it's that. Magnetic, and it's attached to my wheel well on the inside. Yep, yep. But that just leads you swallowing a bunch of keys. <laughs> Get up in the middle of the night. If I'm peckish. You <laughs> slide under your car. Certainly. Yeah. What kind of protein was in there? You have a protein in there? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, interesting. It was just the kimchi fried rice. Just a real simple, simple, simple preparation. Nice. Yeah. Any extra veg in there? Rice and kimchi. Oh, you know what there was in there? There were little egg bits and some little ham cubes. Yeah. That was really good. You yeah, go to unlock really your good. car and you got a handful of kimchi and then you say, wait, if this is my kimchi, then where's my unlock fob, which you'd swallowed earlier? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's good. <laughs>
Oh no! <laughs> well, that was the sound of me pressing it. You have to start yeah. jabbing yourself in the abdomen. Time to eat some grape nuts and <laughs> wait to shit out that fob. <laughs> Our producer is Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. Uh, he's the one you hear laughing all the way through our soundproof booth. Uh, our guest, David Malky, he is the author of the hilarious webcomic, Wondermark. And it is genuinely hilarious. Every time I look at Wondermark, I think, man, David, David Malky's taken the comic strip and made it funny. <laughs> Finally, someone had to. Someone had to. Yeah, really socking it to Ziggy <laughs> all your jokes. Uh, you got a new Kickstarter that's going up. I think as of people will still have a few days to donate to Seg Kickstarter if they're listening to this uh, promptly. That's right. Uh, what 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 are they getting if they donate to this thing? So you get a collection of Wondermark comics in a hardcover format. So it's a it's a really nice book. It's cloth bound. It's got gold foil on mm. it. This is a premium product. I think we've learned that David Malky takes his merchandising seriously. So you can expect a high quality product. And I can confirm from a third party perspective that Malky delivers every time. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so. So uh, the end of the of the month will be the deadline on the Kickstarter. We've already funded. The book will get made, but people can uh, can jump in to get, reserve a copy. We have a couple of those stretch goals, which are just the book gets bigger. I got more comics to put in the same book, the more money we, we raise. Uh, but if you miss it, if it's over, uh, we can still get the book. You can pre-order it anyway, just not on Kickstarter. But. Now, if people don't do this, yeah. um, you're going to stop watering your cat? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. this is a threat. It's yeah. definitely yeah because like when you're when you're in fi- dire financial straits, the and first the, thing to go is cat fluids. Well, and the cat has had a good run. He really has. Yeah, he yeah. really has. Not unlike Wondermark. <laughs> you know what? If I I think I should stop watering Wondermark, and if it gets a little brown around the corners, that's just I've already artificially extended its lifespan enough. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, if you like uh, Jordan Jesse go on Facebook, I'll uh, I'll put up the uh, the link to uh, Malky's Kickstarter there, and you can check it out. And I got a little short URL for it if you, if you like. Let's hear that URL: wondermarkcom book. Ooh, Take that it. should be easy to remember. Now, what does book stand for? It stands for big old big old. <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> That's right. Yep. O K L A H O M A. I had to sing it just like a little bit off, just so they don't sue us. <laughs> Ida Rose. I'm, I'm Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> I, you know, I grew up in the quiet house. We didn't know you know, no singing. Fair enough. Fair enough. You can find us at maximumfun.reddit.com. On Reddit, you can find us on Facebook by liking Jordan Jesse Go. Joining the Max Fun Facebook group there, where somebody posted an article about how uh, millennials are so cranky because they were forced to eat carob as children. Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> um, which, Tracks. Yeah, I mean, that's Max Fun related, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, not all millennials' parents didn't have a car and it was too far to the store that sold real chocolate, <laughs> which was my personal childhood it was circumstance. Just, yeah, it was for a variety of reasons. It was around we the corner. were made to eat carob. <laughs> Uh, David Malky, always a joy to see you. Thank you very much for coming by. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Give your family and your juicy wet cat. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he still is. Hey, you know, guys, there was was an obvious joke that I think none of us made, and I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Good for us. Yeah, we're the best. Aren't we? Well, you're welcome, America. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.